irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Cheers, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, LA Talk Radio proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, the man who drinks so much he pees barley and poops hops, Chris Finley. We are drinking dirty in Jersey. Cheers, everyone, once again, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey Live on LA Talk Radio. And we have just a fantastic show lined up for you tonight. And just like the two sharks of the Super Bowl halftime show, one of us is drunk. <laughs> uh, we have um, we have an excellent. Who guest would that tonight. be? <laughs> Duh, you're not um, drunk yet. Not yet, not yet. We have uh, Climax Brewing calling in, who was actually the first microbrewery ever in New Jersey. So we're actually we're very very excited to talk to them. And also joining us tonight will be the winner of the Drinking Dirty in Jersey Fantasy Football League this year. And uh, he's also a craft beer aficionado, and he lives out in the West Coast. So we're pretty excited to talk to him. He's going to give us some unique perspective on West Coast Craft Beer. And also right here in studio tonight, we're very excited to have Chris, the beer guru from Hot Rods Barbecue in Wharton, New Jersey. Um, Say hi, Chris. Hello, everybody. And we also have um, a show regular, um, not really lately, but used to be on every one of our shows, and that's Steve uh, from our favorite liquor store, El Dorado Winehouse in uh, Mountain Lakes, New Jersey. And uh, say hi, Steve. Hello, don't, all right, Dad, this don't was, sound too excited. This is, ex, this is, this is ex-booze news, people, if, yes. for right. those of you who have been following our show since the inception. Yeah, right. This uh, is the old booze news, our old booze news reporter. Right. He used to call in every week with a segment called Booze News and give us the latest on craft beer and stuff. So we're very excited to have him in studio. And we asked him about glory holes a lot. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, a couple times I called from, like, first dates or, like, second dates. Or, like, wrestling. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, we'd make him call from everything, so... Um, also, uh, me and Cassie have very excited news. If you listen regularly, you'll know that Cassie's been pregnant, and we actually found out I've today I've been that, pregnant. Yes, you've been mm-hmm. pregnant, and we actually found out today that we're actually having a boy. Yeah. So, very excited. A little uh, mini uh, Finley is coming along, which should scare some people, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually very excited that we're not having another girl because Bill Cosby's still alive. So Right. <laughs> that's one less thing I have to worry about. Uh, but we Bill have, Cosby and Gl- Gary Glitter, apparently. <laughs> Gary, well, Gary, Gary Glitter likes uh, young No, people. girls. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. He just got, arrest- he just got arrested for the three molestation charges on girls under the age of 12, one as young as eight. Oh, is that the guy from the uh, – He made that song Rock and Roll Part 2 that uh, every sports team – Yeah, right. But if you couldn't tell that – there was something going on with his album cover and what he was wearing on that album cover with those sparkly. Well, I always thought he was into dudes and, uh, you know, well, if I name like Gary glitter, I would hope so. But he's not, he's into, he's a pedo for young girls. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, Utah. Give me two. Two beers, that is. And I'm drinking, I'm drinking a Raging Bull from Bolero Snort Brewery, one of my Woo-hoo, favorite shout out. breweries. Love That's them. right. Um, you know, not very high on the alcohol percentage, it's only 5%, but it's a nice beer if you want a day drink or uh, 
drink a bunch and not get too wasted. But uh, of course, Cassie's not drinking, like we just said. And uh, but uh, Chris, I think you're drinking, right? I certainly am. And what are you drinking? I am drinking Insanity from Weyerbacher. Nice. Checking nice. it at eleven point one. Now that's a strong beer. That's not a beer that you can drink all day. Probably for about a half an hour or maybe an hour, depending on good of a drinker you are. Um, and Steve, uh, are you drinking the same thing? I think. Yes, I actually. <laughs> okay, <am>. so. <laughs> Our two guests that we have in studio probably won't make it through the entire show. No, so. it's the strongest beer I've ever seen. <laughs> Actually, no. but maybe. There is stronger ones, but that's definitely up it's there up as there. one of the strongest. So, um, All right, folks. Every show we play a drinking game where you listening and watching at home can play, a, play, as lo- play along as well. Um, we have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. Tonight's drinking word is beef curtains. <laughs> So every time you hear that word, you drink. Now, example of beef curtains would be, I drank so much last night, I tried to eat a fat girl's beef curtains. Oh, oh drink. drink. And Cassie, what's another example? I am going to fucking fail this because I always fail this. But <laughs> um, I hope I hope this really hot chick waxed her beef curtains. Oh, that made no sense, but we'll take it. <laughs> Wax or beef curtains? Waxed. Oh, waxed. Yes. Oh, I said beef curtains there. Oh, and again. <laughs> so uh, we have an excellent show. we got a couple things to talk about tonight, but one thing I wanted to talk about since we got two dudes in studio is um, – oh do you boobs. guys? Dudes. Well, well, I mean, uh, no, no boobs. No, 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 no. There's no boobs in studio, but we have two dudes. There are boobs in studio. Oh, no, no. no. We I have two dudes and one girl, but we always have you in studio. But yeah. um, do you guys have problems getting it up when you're drinking? I just want to know this because I just want to make sure that I'm not the only one. Steve, no, I actually don't. Usually, you don't. Usually, it's the opposite. Yeah, it's usually. Yeah. Not that I would know about Steve. I'm just saying. Usually, <laughs> most dudes, it's the opposite. <laughs> And Chris, I see you hiding over there. Do you have an issue? Um, uh, no, I would have to concur with Steve on that. The it's just the whole you, whiskey Finley. dick thing. Yes. No, it's not. I don't think that's accurate. God damn it! It's just you. Fuck. Damn it! I gotta uh, get some Viagra or something like that. Cialis. <laughs> Cialis. Cialis is different though. Cialis you take daily, and you should be able to get a boner at any time. With Viagra, you just take. <laughs> we so you should have used boner. <laughs> Viagra, you just take uh, when you want to do it, but you got to wait a half an hour. Boner. Yeah, but I mean, when does the boner go away? That's the thing I always wonder about Viagra is like, am I going to take them and have this thing for like six hours? Like, boner. No. Well, remember, for the last more than four hours, you need to see your physician or whatever. I don't want to. You got to call the, <laughs> call the championship. I'm, call the Guinness Book of World Records. Right. Seeing your doctor. I'm not calling dude. a physician you at that point. I? I would, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, four hours. I would just hope it went away and just like, boner. You know, pray or something. I don't know. I forget. I forget what the term is called again. What it escapes me from the commercials. If you if you have an erection lasting more than four hours, please contact your physician. There's a name for it. <laughs> I don't know. Can't remember. No. Four hour. Well, erection. if you think about it at any time during the show, please let us know because I'm interested in what that is. I want to just keep saying boner. Cassie just keeps saying boner because it's hilarious. <laughs> Should have been a drinking word. One thing that we have to bring up on this show, and obviously anybody that saw uh, the Super Bowl and is into craft beer knows this, is. Um, Budweiser ran a commercial during the Super Bowl, um, basically uh, taking a job at craft beer, uh, saying that their beer isn't to be fussed over and uh, their beer is for the everyday American and it's Beachwood age and all kinds of shit. Basically, Beachwood a, crap. Yeah, Beachwood crap. Just basically a shot across the bow of, um, of a craft beer. Um, you know, hey, Chris. Uh, yes. Priapism. <laughs> Priapism. Okay. That, that's the word for boners. I never even four heard hour that boners. Yes. <laughs> Try to use that word in Scrabble. No one's going to accept that. <laughs> no <one>. Boners. 
Can we just say boners? <laughs> you love boners. saying that word, man. It's a Jesus. good word, dude. <laughs> but you should be saying beef curtains. Oh, oh drink. <laughs> if I have a private pigeon, I'm gonna go find some beef curtains. Oh, drink. <laughs> Now, back to the, the Budweiser thing, and I, I know everybody has to have an opinion on this, but I think at one point uh, in each of our lives, we all drank Budweiser because it was cheap. It was easy to get. Uh, it's kind of like dating the whore in high school. Mm-hmm. But eventually we realize that all she is is a whore and nothing more, so we move on to bigger and better things. Um, I don't know. Cassie, how do you feel about the Budweiser commercial? You know, <laughs> instantly, um, another one of my friends was here who's a craft beer drinker, but he's not like you know a snob or, or anything. He, he drinks whatever. And uh, we both look at each other and I'm like, that was like the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that was like really that was really desperate. Obviously, they're threatened. They want, you know, to spend this. What was it? A nine million dollar, 90 million dollar. It was long. It was a minute long. long, And I think it cost them 90 million dollars to run this to run the ad Um, during prime time of the Super Bowl. I mean, it was like at halftime, I think, or right before. Yeah, yes. Um, $4 million for a 30-second spot. $4 million. But still, I mean, that's just crazy. So, I mean, there's obvious desperation there, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, it's really sad that it's got, it's come to this. You know, there's, the reason that I love the, the beer community is that everybody, well, especially the craft beer community is that everybody is on the same page and everybody gets along and everybody's like there for each other right. and to help and with advice and, you know, giving each other like props for things and stuff. And then here comes no, this man. asshole, yeah. like, fuck you guys. Well, he's killed you a know. bunch of hookers. What? The, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, what's his name? Well, allegedly, <laughs> what's his name? Who runs the last bush that's left? Is it Adolphus or Rodolphus? Whatever. Uh-huh. Like they find a bunch of dead women on his property what? all the time. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> I never heard like, of this. Yeah. Yeah. This was like a couple but years it's like, ago. You know, like, oh, again? You know, don't make it a competition. And then like the next day, Coors comes out and says like, you know, we, we appreciate all beer. Like all beer should be fussed over. All beer should be whatever. And like I know they were taking the opportunity. To like bank on something, but it's like that was the classy move by them. I think. No, I think so too. I definitely agree. I definitely not that I go out and drink cores or anything. No, no, of course not. Of course not. I I don't need that piss water. But um, uh, I mean, Steve, you already it's already kind of said an opinion. But uh, what's your opinion on the whole Budweiser thing? I mean, Budweiser sucks. I mean, Mm -hmm. I only like people that drink it. It's like construction workers that have drank it their entire life. Like people that down south that like don't know any better because it's cheap. Like you drink Budweiser, and it's hard to sway. Like pure bud drinkers, it's really yeah, hard to because say they've never had else. anything else. It's like you know, it's like say you're like dating the same girl you knew since like you hit puberty and mm-hmm. you're married and everything else. You never had anything else. Like that's all you know. Right, you know? Like, right. She could be terrible in the sack or whatever, and you think it's just what everybody else experiences. When <laughs> chances are, it probably isn't because right. exactly she doesn't exactly. you know clean her beef curtains. No, <laughs> drink, drink. I was a little late there on the uh, alarm. And Budweiser um, sucks too. Every time I, ha- if I have one Budweiser, I get an instant headache the next day. It's guaranteed. Yeah, it's, yep. yeah it's because horrible. it's cheap. It's cheap uh, yeah. uh, ingredients in the beer. And they stole that whole formula from like the Czechs. Yeah, yes. right. And because right. in, in, in Europe it's called Bud, and then there's Budweiser Budvar. Yeah, mm-hmm. Budvar. So they like you know it's not like you know they came up with this thing like. He took it when he, you know, when he came here. He took it and he ran with it because you know nobody knew back then. You know? Right, right. Of course right. not. Of course not. Um, and Chris, I know you have to have an opinion on this. Oh, I certainly do. The opinion on the commercial, the way I read into it, and I am the beer snob. Um, I will not drink it. I would drink literally Rocky Mountain goat piss before I would drink 
Coors Light or Bud or Miller mm-hmm. or anything along those lines. But to a craft beer drinker, the I think the commercial was basically just an insult. Listen, we're big. We got all this money. You're going to drink our stuff, and we don't care about you. Right, right. You know, that's what I read into the commercial. That's how I took it. Right. We don't give a shit mm-hmm. about our customers. No, yeah. They're going to buy this stuff because it's mass-produced, it's cheap, and it's what you can afford. So you're going to drink it, and you're going to like it, and whatever. Yeah, no, I, no, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, you know, I mean, I looked at it, too, and I'm going to kind of agree uh, with you guys. I mean, I, I think Budweiser, if Budweiser wasn't threatened by craft beer, they wouldn't have made this commercial. I mean, they usually just make commercials about puppies and stupid horses that would probably make really yummy steaks. Uh, yeah. But this so is like just, hot chicks and bikinis. Or right, right. I mean, this is just I'm gonna like, a Budweiser. I'm going to meet her. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, like exactly. I mean, this is um, an obvious desperation shot at craft beer. Um, you know, they can see the future and it's not uh, demand for Beachwood aged beer. So um Def, definitely an issue. And I think we had our caller call in. Yeah, but then they hung up. Then they hung up. So okay. I was actually going on. I was actually. <laughs> oh, at- they're calling back. Okay, are they on the phone? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, is this? Can uh, you hear me, all right? Yeah, it's me. How you guys doing? Hey, what's good, up? Good, good, man. Good, man. Now, uh, for those of you that don't know, I mentioned it earlier. Tom Murray is actually uh, the Drinking Dirty in Jersey uh, fantasy football winner, and he's also a craft beer aficionado. 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 Um, so we're actually, we're actually very excited to, to talk to you, man. Jared Lupo's butt buddy. Um, now, one one question that I have for you is, um, what do you... Jared, tr- what? What? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, butt buddy, what? <laughs> that we have Steve in studio who actually played against you in fantasy fat football. Camp. So I was fat camp. he was fat camp. Oh, so. fat camp! Yeah, yeah, he had a good team. So he's Thank actually you, pretty familiar with you. So, um, but uh, one question I have: I mean, what what do you attribute your supreme fantasy football skills to? Beer drinking? ODB? No, uh, definitely. Uh, I had a shitty draft. I just uh, kind of obsessed over it when I was bored at work or or stressed out. I just constantly check the waiver wire and. Uh, just pay attention, you know, if, uh, to who, uh, if somebody's going to get hurt, who's going to go in for them, just that kind of thing. I didn't think that I had that great a draft, and I think it's all about the draft and trades and then waiver wire pickups. So I think just paying attention. Right, so right. Guys, yeah. guys in the league tapped out after like two weeks, it seemed. There was a couple guys that actually tapped out. I think after week one, actually. But um, you know, we we might as well have tapped out because it was our league, and I think we were one of the worst teams in the league. We weren't so. that bad. Yeah, we were like third to last. At least we didn't get the Thunderbird wine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, Murray, do you eat, burf, eat beef curtains? <laughs> oh, Trey. Hey. I was about to ask if that was the word still. <laughs> mm. I called nice. it burf. I'm drinking the burf. burf. <laughs> I'm drinking a Lafrique from Green Flash. Are you guys drinking uh, Lafrique as well? I'm sorry, Green Flash as well? Uh, we're not drinking that right now, but we are going to drink it for our beer test, so we're looking forward to uh, to drinking some of that. Um, cool. Now, uh, now uh, let's talk about some of the uh, the craft breweries around around you. I mean, uh, what are some of the ones that you recommend if somebody's out on the West Coast? Uh, okay, well, you guys are familiar with Stone, I believe. I think pretty much everybody is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just incredible. Um, they're the biggest one here, and... Uh, what I do like about them is, that as big as they are, they're really cool to the little guy. I mean, you go there, and it's not just stone. They're not stepping on throats there. I mean, they put the little guy on tap and give him a chance. So I think that's really cool. Um, but other than – there's actually two breweries that are even older than them as far as San Diego history goes, um, Alesmith's and uh, Pizza Port. Um, do you guys get those beers out there? Uh, we get Pizza Port. Alesmith? Um, I don't know. Do we? I've never heard of 
guys. Yeah, they, they have a, they do a pretty good, uh, Speedway Stout's their big beer, their stout that they, uh, they mess with coffee and, and barrel aging and rum and bourbon and all kinds of stuff. So those two are, are pretty great. Um, Pizza Port actually uh, split into three breweries because they got so big. They became uh, Port Brewing, Pizza Port, and also uh, Lost Abbey, which right. I'm sure you guys are familiar with. Yeah. Yes, they, yes. Um, but, uh, you know, the big beers aside, I mean, what's cool about San Diego is the smaller um, breweries. You can go pretty much anywhere in the city and find some place you've never heard of. And I'm still finding new places. I've been here for, you know, 10 years. We walked into a place the other night. It was real close to Alesmith, actually, called the Pacific Brewing Company. And mm-hmm. the guy had been with Stone, and he had brewed for uh, Ballast Point, which is also a great place. Oh, Ballast Point. But he, yeah, they're, they're awesome. He uh, he just had enough of it. He found his own place. And he did admit, and I'm sure you guys will get to this at some point, that you know, uh, he wants to be bought out at some point, you know, because he mm-hmm. wants to make money. But he is brewing out of passion and... Uh, just sitting there talking uh, talking to this guy and listening to him talk to other people, it's just incredible. When someone knows that much about brewing, he was talking about uh, the actual oils that are in hop flowers and how they affect the beer. It uh-huh. was just, you know, it, it's incredible how smart people are about beer. And Oh, it is. It is. I mean, we talk to people every week on this show, and I, I learn something new every week about the brewing process and, you know, what, what people actually, you know, do during the brewing process and all these unique things. So it's definitely fascinating. I, I mean, I, I just love it, and, and I'm so into it. Hell yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Uh, last week when the first caller called in, they interrupted a conversation on orgies. What were you guys talking about before I called in? Well, <laughs> we were talking oh, about geez. Budweiser, actually. Yeah, we, we were talking about boners for a little bit, but it's kind of awkward because there's like all guys in the studio. Except it's a for sausage party in here. So it's a right sausage now. party in here tonight. Uh, so it's a little bit easier to talk about the sex stuff when there's another girl in the studio. So. I'm really the only girl here, yeah, too. Plus, she's pregnant. So With a boy. There's almost no way. There's no thing that you can really. Uh, it's all, it's all mean, boys. Talking right about now. sexual stuff. I mean, I guess there's a fetish for pregnant girls. But all the girls in the house are sleeping. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So. So, so it's it's kind of. I mean, we talked about boners, and I felt awkward talking about boners because I, I I don't know. But um, we were to, we were talking about Budweiser. We were too. talking about Budweiser actually, and and that's actually one of the things that uh, I wanted to ask you about. I mean, uh, being a craft beer fan, I mean, how'd you feel about that Budweiser commercial? Uh, I was watching the Super Bowl. I had a you know couple of buddies over, my friend Daryl and uh, Irving Mandelbaum was over. We we're trying to. Drink our beers, watch the game, have polite conversation, but really just watch the game and just talk enough that, you know, it's not just complete silence. Anyway, that commercial came on, and all of us kind of like, wait. You okay over there, man? What? what? Something you're playing with a Transformer. Somebody's like right? drowning. <laughs> yeah. um, we were just all. Uh, which one was it? <laughs> we were just all shocked by it, and. Uh, I thought about it for a little while, and at first I was pissed, but then I realized that's really all beer has. I mean, they're not um, It's just they have their minions. They have people that are loyal to their logo, their beer. They they wear the T-shirts. They were raised on the beer. They, they watch NASCAR. And mm-hmm. once in a while, Budweiser just needs to draw a line in the sand and, you know, apply to the, the pack mentality that some humans have. Like, they need to be, you know... Uh, you know, Boston versus Yankees or red versus blue. And it used to be Budweiser versus Miller Coors. But now I think it's Miller Coors, Budweiser versus craft beer. Cause that's the real right. threat to them. So right. 
So you can't blame them for wanting to sell their product. I mean, it was sad and pathetic, but some people were probably doing high fives and slapping each other on the ass, like making fun of crap. You know, None of those people drinkers. were at my house or will ever be at my house. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like down south, though, like Budweiser, it's like all they have. You know? <laughs> well, down south, I mean. It's like nothing else. I mean, all they do is drink Bud and Bang Your Sisters. Yeah, I mean. Like, hold on, let me. Hello? Yes. Uh, hello? 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 Yeah, um, yeah, hold on, I'm a little, <laughs> um, now, uh, who am I talking to here? Tom? <laughs> Tom? Hello? This is Hello? Tom here, I'm Tom here. Yeah, Tom, yeah, sorry, we got okay, sorry. confusion with the phones there for a second, buddy, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, no worries. Yeah, what, what what are some of the unique? Is there like unique? I know you lived on the East Coast originally. Are there some unique yeah. things about craft beer on the West Coast as opposed to the East Coast? Yeah, absolutely, I think so. Anyway, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, there's a place called White Labs out here that distributes the yeast to a lot of the breweries. Have you guys heard of them out there? Um, no, they, uh, no. Okay, they have a tasting room where you know they brew their own beer, but it's not just. One Belgian beer, one stout, one brown. What they just um, brew one big batch, and then they split into four, and then they use four different yeasts to the, you know, for the beer. So you can taste the difference that yeast makes in the actual beer making process. Mm-hmm. So when you go there, you order a Belgian, you know, whatever they're offering. Let's say you order a Belgian, uh, Belgian ale. You'll actually get four tasters and be able to taste the difference that four different yeast strands um, and how they affect the beer. Oh, nice. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. I don't know if that's a, a thing nationwide or not. But, I don't think uh, so. I mean, I never heard of it, but, um, but yeah, that, that sounds pretty cool. I'm going to have to ask uh, one of the East Coast brewers if, uh, if, if they partake in that. But, um, I mean, I'm, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, um, go ahead. And then single hopping, when they do a certain style of beer that people become familiar with, but they use mm-hmm. just one strain of hops each month from month to month. Um, okay. So you can taste the difference between, you know, their IPA with Cascade hops versus the next month when they just use, you know, Galaxy hops or something else. So you can actually taste the difference. It seems like San Diego is real big on um, educating their beer drinkers. Nice, nice. Now, I, I moved to the West Coast once to become an actor, and the police ended up thinking I was a serial killer, the smog strangler, but they ended up catching the real killer, and then I just moved back to the East Coast. Tom, something like if he sees like illegal aliens like crossing the border, can he like make them slaves or what does he? What, what's the protocol? Like see them like running around and stuff. You like capture him, you like throw him in your trunk or something or no? The best is when you're driving down the five and they have that sign with the Mexicans jumping on the border. That's my favorite thing ever. Like what do you do? Like, if, you saw them, if you saw them like climbing over the fence, you can like throw rocks at them or something. Like, huh. It's impossible to tell. It's actually you'd never you'd never know. Unless yep. I really, you mentioned LA a second ago. You uh, you, you guys are in the point where isn't that? I don't know, Murray. What are you doing over there? <laughs> He's trying to keep the illegal aliens in his trunk. He's in his garage. Like, shut up. You're are you are trunk. you touching beef curtains right now? Currently, <laughs> oh, drink. <laughs> oh no, I'm empty. <laughs> That's no good. Hey, Murray, you just. The, uh, b- b- before I let you go, I just got one last question for you. I noticed on your Facebook page that you liked this fat broad, a- Ashley Green. The, the, <laughs> Graham. The big fat uh, no, supermodel. <laughs> She's just big boned. She's I not mean, big boned. So is, is that your type, the, uh, <laughs> the fat chick? 
No, but my type is not the anorexic chick, so I just like that uh, they're doing something different. All right, so just the, the meaty chick, so you don't have a fat fetish. You just... His wife is hot, dude. <laughs> okay, you can say that. I'm she not is. Say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before you let me go, I have one question. Yeah, sure. You guys ahead. are into Seinfeld. I was just watching the episode where Costanza is trying to incorporate food with sex. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yes, I do know that one very well. All right. He's in bed. There's groaning. They're just under the, co- the covers. You don't see anything. And then he pops himself out of the side and grabs, grabs a sandwich from the nightstand. Mm-hmm. Well, I was trying to kind of figure out what position they could possibly be in because he's still kind of groaning away, but he's eating a sandwich. So well, some kind I always of like- thought that maybe it was... Uh, <laughs> what? I, I always thought that maybe he was still doing the missionary position, but he kind of just like tilted to the side to go to the drawer to grab the sandwich. That's the only possible thing. I don't think it could be anything else unless it was like a... Uh, like that vertical position, I don't know the name of it, where the, you see it in porn videos all the time where the girl's laying on her side and the guy's doing her from like kind of behind but laying on the side. George would never like do that. Like kind of like spooning, but you're doing a girl. George instead. would not do that, though. It's George. That's true. George would be in for like five seconds, cry, and then you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I always pictured him as like a sideways kind of guy. He's lazy and selfish, so he's going to be on his side or, or her on top or... Even if he once in a while does doggy style, he's yeah, going to make like her actually George do the motion. It's just not what I want right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shrinkage. Yes. Shrinkage. Well, all right, Murray. I, I, I appreciate you calling in, man. Congratulations on winning the uh, the DJJ, uh fantasy football. Hopefully, hopefully you decide to play next year. Yeah, hopefully you decide to play next year. And, um and uh, you're, you're going to get some uh, some stuff that we send you very soon. So uh, Yes, so. I didn't forget about you. We just had snow. Yeah. I know you guys don't know what that is out there. But. <laughs> right. I had forgotten. So. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Tom. Thank you for calling in, man. Have a good one. All right, take care. Bye-bye. All right, man. What the hell was he doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> it was like fucking... Well, between that and the fact that Climax called in the middle of his call and they couldn't put the both of them on together because it was too it was too loud. Yeah. So Climax is calling back. Okay. Well, that's good. I talked to him. I was talking. That's what I was doing the whole freaking time. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah. Um, so, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he called in. I, I was kind of... No, no offense, Gil, but I was kind of secretly hoping that he won because I thought he'd be an interesting phone call. And yeah, was, we didn't want Lupo calling and be like, eat my ass! <laughs> exactly. Boom! Exactly. Yeah. He's probably listening right now like, fuck you, Cassie. Yeah, I don't think he contributed a lot to the show. He's called before and all the calls have been a minute long. With just rants and rage about. Uh, okay, we words. just got clarification. Yes. From, this is going to sound really creepy. My daughter's preschool teacher, who is listening in, <laughs> that they that sex position is called the sidewinder. The sidewinder. Uh, yes. Like the roller coaster at Great Adventure. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That yeah. old roller coaster, the sidewinder. I never knew that. Nice, Cassie. We got to try that. Not now because you're pregnant. But de- definitely afterwards. Really? Sidewinder. Come on. Yeah, come Can on. We talk man. about this later. <laughs> later? Why not now? Nobody's listening. I'm no, just kidding. No one's listening. <laughs> All right. So uh, they're going to call back in a couple minutes. Yeah. All right. So. So you can Andre it up. I am going to Andre it up. So right now, folks, uh, we're going to pause the show to take a commemorative chug of beer to a man who used to intake over seven thousand calories a day of booze. This is the man, the legend. The greatest drunk of all time, my hero, Andre the Giant. Cheers, Andre. Cheers, Andre. Oh. Woo. Oh, and I think, uh, what timing is that? We That's actually perfect have timing. Um, our guest calling in. And hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hey, this is Dave from Climax. 
Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. What's up, man? We're so psyched to talk to you, man. I mean, you guys are are the you know the first ever microbrewery in Jersey, so this is just an honor to talk to you, man. I just have a uh, a couple questions for you. Um, first one is uh, now t- you know tell us a little bit of history about Climax Brewing Company. How did you guys get into the business of brewing beer? Um, I, I really I just tell people it's my hobby gone awry because <laughs> I you know I started out uh, you know my my dad is from Germany so I always had to love a good beer because he never had any crap beer in the fridge you know when I grew up I was drinking Dinkelacker and Munzhof and you know all of the Spaten and all of the good German beers so that's kind of what I got weaned on you know and then mm-hmm. and then we had this great liquor store over here in Clark which is no longer there called Baumels. And, okay. and like 30 years ago, they had 500 beers in that store. And, uh, and you know, you could, you could go in and you could buy one beer of this, one beer of that, and, and you can make like your own Neapolitan six-pack. So I had a friend that was into beer. Every Friday, we'd go buy $25 worth of beer until we worked our way through the whole store. And, and, and after we worked our way through the whole store, we kind of came to a brick wall because there was really nothing new coming out. There was nothing else available and I've been getting popular science since I'm 15 and in the back it always said brew your own beer so I said to my buddy hey we got to give this a go here we're bored let's try making our own beer nice yeah we both bought homebrew kits made pretty decent beer the first time around and then from there you know we kept getting better and better at it and then he kind of fell by the wayside because he was married had a couple of kids bought a house so his his home brewing came to a quick end and I kind of just kept going you know and then in like 1990 I opened up a home brew shop so so from 1990 till like late 95 when we opened a brewery I had a home brew supply store and was teach taught like 3,000 people how to brew beer and then, and then from that point on it was just you know we were in the process of opening the brewery and and you know when I opened the brewery that's when I closed the home brew shop gotcha gotcha now um, I know there are a number of craft breweries in New Jersey now, but with you guys being the oldest microbrewery, um, I'm fascinated to know who and what was the inspiration uh, for you to kind of start brewing beer. I mean, was there another beer out there or brewer out there that, that kind of sparked you? I wouldn't say there was any one beer. I just loved all different kinds of beer, you know. So, so I thought, you know, if I can, if I can brew at home, you know, whatever ingredients I need, I can get to make whatever I wanted to drink at that particular time. So that's why I started home brewing. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, that's, let's actually get into your beer. Now, the first beer you ever brewed was the Extra Special Bitter Ale, or the ESB. Tell us a little bit about that beer. Um, okay, I. I, I kind of like that style of beer because it's an easy drinking beer. And I know there's the word bitter in the title of it, but a lot of people think just because that word is in there that it's a bitter beer. It's actually a, a, a quite easy drinking beer. It's very malty. It's actually not very bitter. If you've ever had any of the English bitters, you know that they're very warm and spicy in the bitterness, not that sharp, edgy one. And, and, and that's the kind of bitterness that I personally like in beer. And and they were always caramelly and malty, and I thought that's a nice, easy drinking beer because back then there were no bitter, hoppy beers. Maybe outside of Sierra Nevada, you know. And I thought, well, I can't make bitter, hoppy beer like from the West Coast because that's really not going to sell around here, you know. Right, right. And, um, I mean, even back then, I thought, 
you know, somebody told me 20 years ago, nowadays I'd be making the bitterest, happiest beer. I would have laughed so hard I fell off the chair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, 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 are some of the, uh, what are some of the other staple beers that you guys have available? Um, we have a, you know, India Pale Ale. Obviously, that's that that went from a beer that didn't sell so good. Now it's my biggest selling beer. Dude, we yeah. also make Nut Brown Ale, which is um, it's it's my rendition of an English mild, but I can't call it an English mild because here in America, people really don't know what that means, you know. So mm-hmm. so I just called it the generic Nut Brown Ale, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you have any beers that are Beechwood aged? Oh, you know, God, Beechwood aged, yeah. (laughs) People don't even know that the Beechwood doesn't put any flavor into the beer whatsoever. Exactly. It's it's only in the tank for surface area for the yeast to settle on. And then it's a funny thing because I was actually in Anheuser-Busch, and when I went on a tour of the place, they said, hey, can I take one of these Beechwood chips? And, and, And they were like, yeah, sure. So I always had one around my brewery to actually show people what their beechwood chips looked like and it was gray and had no flavor no color because i asked the guy well how long do you use these beechwood chips and he said to me there's got to be beechwood chips in there that are 20 years old oh, that's, that's awesome that's it's awesome like rice too it was like rice. yeah because they steam them you know you can't put you know you can't put wood chips in your beer and not have it go bad you know so right. so 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 you know they just put it in the beer so the yeast has surface area, so they sterilize them. They have these big, like, bullet things that they steam sterilize them with, and, 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 and they have zero flavor, you know? So it's just one of those gimmicky things, you know? Like when Miller tells you beer is cold-filtered, you know, our beer is cold-filtered. Well, that's a gimmicky thing because all beer is cold-filtered, you know? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, there, were, there was also the, uh, yeah, we triple-hop our Miller Lite. Yeah, what do they do? They put three hop cones on a string and drag it through there, or what? <laughs> now, now um, I've had your Oktoberfest beer, and it's actually uh, one of my one of my favorite Oktoberfests. Not saying a lot because Oktoberfest is one of my favorite beers. But what other seasonal beers do you guys make year round? Um, we make actually quite a few. Actually, today we brewed an Imperial Stout, uh, which is going to be like eight nine percent. It's actually going to be nine percent alcohol because I got real high gravity today. But we make some lagers. We make a Hellas Lager. We make Hefeweizen in the summertime. Uh, we also make you know some flavored versions. We make raspberry and apricot. And I only did that because a distributor asked me to do it. But it, they sell really fantastic, so I keep doing it every year. Um, you know, we have a, right now we have a, a, a winter, like an English style winter warmer on tap. And then we also have another version of it that I only did 10 kegs of it worth. And, and it's aged with sour tart cherries from Michigan. And, wow. and, and when you taste the regular one together and the one with the cherries, you go, wow, what, what a difference. It's like almost two different beers, you know? Nice, nice. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, I love seasonal beers. I also love seasonal peaches. They're called Mackinac peaches. They're from Oregon. Oh and yeah, real sweet. For yeah, two days a year. Yeah, yeah. They're, no, they're really, really, really good. Um, now, uh, for those of us that want to get there and try all these beers, when, when are you guys open for tours to the public? 
Um, okay, we do open house every Friday evening from 5.30 to 8.30. You know, it's it's really the only time we do it because, like, uh, we, you know, we're a manufacturing brewery. We, You know, we don't have a pub here in New Jersey. We have these odd laws. You know, you're either a brewery or you're a brew pub. You can't be both. So, you know, we're a manufacturing. So during the day, those are our manufacturing hours. And uh, Friday nights, we, we open up to the public so they can come and, you know, have a nice tour enjoy some beers and kind of let loose a little bit you know cool cool now do you have to bring your own food i mean can i bring some beef curtains oh, oh yeah there me. you go <laughs> I was gonna, I, I was gonna ask you. You know, there's another. You know, I was gonna say, hey, what are, you know, I, I was thinking about these meat drapes. You know, what's another word for that? <laughs> Beef curtains. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, now, um, last question. Uh, do, do you have any? Um, do you have any special events coming up that you'd like to promote? Oh uh, well, you know we're gonna. I'm gonna do like a release of my Imperial Stout, which is gonna be kind of like the end of October. Um, I don't know exactly what Friday we're gonna do it yet, but I will. I'll post it up on my Facebook page and on our web page. And uh, you know, this week people can come down. They can try it. They can buy the first bottles because um, we are actually gonna be changing our packaging with that beer. Uh, we we've only been doing growler jugs for like 16 years, and and. You know, it's kind of like holding me back a little bit from getting into other states. Like a lot of other states don't want to carry growler jugs. So so we're going to start bottling all of our beer in 22-ounce bottles. Awesome. And, the, and the Imperial Stout is going to be the first one that actually comes out in a 22-ounce bottle. And then from that point on, just about all of my products are going to be in 22s. Awesome, awesome. That's great. And actually, your, uh, your anniversary is coming up, right? Actually, it's my anniversary right now. This month, the month of February, is our 19-year anniversary here. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, it was an honor to talk to you. Um, you know, big fan of yours, and uh, you know, you, you guys kind of kicked it off in New Jersey. So, so um, obviously, you're you're one of our heroes. So, I really appreciate you calling in, man. And um, we give you all the support in the world, and uh, we'll tell you know all our listeners and everything to get down there on a Friday night and check you guys out. Yeah, you guys got to come on down, too, and check us out. I mean, I know you got your radio show thing going on, but, you know, come down a little early, have a couple of beers, and, and then maybe you got enough time to quick fly it back home and then get on the radio. <laughs> Definitely. Sounds good, man. We'd love to tailgate there. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm glad that you guys are doing something to recognize Jersey beers, you know, because for some reason New Jersey's the forgotten about state when it comes to beer. You know, every everybody thinks, oh, there's only great beer here in the Midwest and California and Oregon, and that's really a bunch of crap. You have some of the best beers are made here in New Jersey, you know? That's Man, right, amen. that's right. Yep. Definitely, definitely. Well, and then we might we might not be making those crazy hop bombs. We actually make real balanced beers that you want to drink 10 of and not a half a glass of, you exactly. know? Exactly. Not exactly. like a stone IPA. You drink one, you're like, ugh. Yeah, you're like done. <laughs> For me, that's got to be the last beer at night that I drink because they blow your taste buds out of the water, you know? <laughs> And then once you drink one, of, you know, there's something to be said for all beers. But, you know, when you drink one of those beers, it's kind of hard to taste anything after that, you know. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. Well, all right, man. I, I appreciate you calling in, man. And, and like I said, we're going to get down there real soon. All right. Well, yeah, I look forward to, you know, finally meeting you guys and, uh, you know, sitting down and drinking a couple of beers together because that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about, man. All right, man. Thank you very much. 
All right, man. Take it easy, and uh, you don't get hung up in those meat curtains there. All right, folks. You take it easy. You have an awesome weekend, and uh, we'll catch up. All right. That sounds good, man. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. That guy was awesome. Did I not tell you? All right, listen. So I've been pumping this guy. I've been pumping Dave up to Finley all week. And I'm like, he's going to be like one of the best interviews we've ever had because I described him as like, I'm like, do you know those guys are from Union County that are like, you can tell they're from Union County because they talk like this. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, just wait. He's going to be like one of our best interviews. What is he not fucking old? He was great, dude. I mean, I I think he has to slow down on the cigarettes there, but (laughs) he's so old. No, dude, he'd be so good with voiceover. He's such, he has such a good voice. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Ah, yeah, I like how we stole the Beachwood Aid chips from. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love hey, it. He gave it to him. Here, just take it. Whatever. Take we don't it. care. We don't use a shit. <laughs> I oh, love that was it. awesome. I, I could talk to him every week. <laughs> I know. Well, he, he's he's like he's like a Rick Reed. Like yes. he's like one of those guys. Yeah, you can tell. Like one of those classic guys. Yeah. No, that was awesome. That was awesome. So Chris, Chris is being awfully quiet over there. Yeah, I think because he's out of beer. I think that's why he's being quiet. Ring it a beer. No, I have no idea. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, well, the interview was going on. I was going to ask. Can I put my headphones down and refill? Go ahead, man. Because actually, we're going to bring pops out right now. Uh, okay. pop, now, for those of you that are Should first time, <laughs> no, for, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> for those of you that are listening for the first time, which uh, I hope a lot of you aren't, and you've been listening, uh, we have uh, another member of Drinking Dirty in Jersey is Pops. He's a little black angry puppet. And he comes on every week and just gives his opinion about something. But before he comes on, I just want to let you know his opinions do not reflect our opinions. So uh, if you get offended, don't get offended at us. He had sex um, with Dion Warwick. Yes. Well. <laughs> yeah, she just slept and fell in her bathroom. She's in the hospital right but, now. Uh, but is Bob and Christina dead or not? I don't know if she's dead yet. Yeah, who cares? Um, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> now for Pops to come on, we were limited on mic. So I actually have to exit the studio and Pops is going to actually come in and take over my mic. So. Um, I'll be back uh, once Pops is out of here. So I'm leaving. All right, guys. Take care, family. Bye-bye. Here I come. Yo, motherfuckers! <laughs> this is Pops! Whoa, look at this shit. It's a fucking sausage party in here tonight. <laughs> you honkies are all white, too, so Pops being a puppet of black persuasion feels very comfortable in here. Get it? Pops has a huge cock. Get it, Cassie? <laughs> yeah, Pops. And I didn't mean to uh, not right. mention your beef curtains. Oh, oh drink. drink. What up, crackers? <laughs> tonight, Pops. What up, token? Yeah. Tonight, Pops <laughs> want to talk about a very serious issue in our society. Pops puppet stereotypes. Like beyond belief, some puppets, <laughs> not all puppets can't fly. <laughs> Not like those Asian puppets that be crashing planes and everything. <laughs> Open your eyes, puppet. Oh, so sorry. Don't fly, puppet. What the hell's all that about? I thought you liked Asian midgets. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to get into that right now. Like, here's another one. Unlike black people, black puppets love giving head. Pops <laughs> love getting into some beef curtains. Oh, drink. <laughs> Just asked a string of Indian midgets. Pops epically banged last week. And I don't mean the drunk, I own a casino kind. That's what I mean. Pops mean the drunk, I own a casino kind, not that smelly kind. Hey, Pops. Pops had a lot of bath salts on the way over here. Pops, were you drinking before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of bath salts, a lot of bath salts. (laughs) Pops don't like Asian midgets anymore. Pops wasn't Asian midgets. Since when? Last week you were banging Asian midgets. I know, but what happens if Pops... Want to spontaneously fly in Pop's private plane, Cracker Airlines? <laughs> if Cracker Pop's gets Airlines. too drunk, who's going to find the plane? Not the Asian. <sighs> so when Pop's get fucked up, I want to be able to operate the puppet shoot. 
So that's why Pops are the Indian midgets now. Now, off subject, I want to talk about something real quick. Pops go to the Statue of Liberty. Can Pops go to the Statue of Liberty and wait in line without the person in front of him passing gas? What's wrong with you overweight crackers that can't help but pass gas in Pops' face? I'm at ass level, you hongas. I'm trying to get a breath of freedom, not old wise potato chips. <laughs> yes, Pops love monuments. I love going to see monuments. Pops like that. <laughs> what? Yes, I, I, I love That's a new uh, thing, Pops. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, I reveal something new every week, and that, that's my new thing. So, anyway, Pops got to go. Pops got to do some uh, mass salts and uh, Indian midgets. So, until next time, Crackers, Mendez out. I'm out of here. All right, motherfuckers. Take care, Pops. Oh, never a pleasure talking to you. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. You always miss You always miss the most epic Pops rants. Oh, I'm back, yeah. Uh, what was it? I heard he, he was now a he drunk does, tonight. Now, yeah, he was like stuttering. Yeah, he, he, he was definitely high he on something. He was high on something, and he was talking about how he doesn't want to date Asian midgets anymore, Asian midget puppets anymore. Because I thought he loved Asian midgets. That's what I thought, but now he's dating Indian, yes. Indian midget puppets mm-hmm. because he can't fly the plane he, for the Asian midget puppets or something? Yeah, Cracker well, Airlines. Yeah. Cracker Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, folks. So, uh, Chris, on the other side of your uh, laptop here, mm-hmm. there's a glass. Oh, cool. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. That All right, folks. Well, don't drink that before you do the taste test. No, 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 I'm not. So, anyway, folks, we're going to get into the taste test today, oh. and we have two beer companies that we're going to do the taste test with. Now, um... Cassie, what are those two beer companies? Uh, Lakefront Brewing out uh-huh. of Michigan, I think, or yeah, Detroit, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, okay, you got it. One of those places somewhere up in there. the Midwest, <laughs> somewhere, up, somewhere up there by the Mitten, and uh, the other one is Green Flash, which is San Diego. And what's our first beer that we're going to try? Uh, this is a Big Easy Maybach Imperial Maybach by Lakefront. Okay, all right. It's their Mardi Gras. Themed Very festive label. Beer. I like this a lot. Um, I don't see an ABV on this. Uh, let me see. Here. Um, but I, very, I like the label. Very festive. Uh, yellow. And uh, looks like there's a point six on, on the back. On it. 7.6. So pretty strong beer. Yep. And it's good. You know, I, li- I like this a lot, actually. I would definitely recommend it. Tastes very good. Um, one of you guys want to try this? Sure. <clears throat> All right, Steve. Yeah, Chris, uh, actually, Chris, Chris is going to go try ahead. it first. Chris is going to try it first. Chris is drinking it right now. And uh, Chris, what do you think? He's deciding. I like that. I have not had this one yet. Yeah, no, it's very, very good. Very tasty. I, I, I like it a lot. And Steve's now trying it. And Steve, what do you think? <laughs> I guess Steve doesn't like it. <laughs> I don't like these beers that have all these like crazy flavors in it. I don't know. It's like it tastes like coriander or something like coriander. I don't know. It's it's okay. All right. So uh, me and Chris like it. Steve's not a big fan, so that's two to one. So I think uh, we'd recommend that one. So let's get into our next beer. And Cassie, what's our next beer? Our next beer is Green Flash Friendship Brew. It's a black saison. Mm-hmm. Oh God, black saison! I can already tell Steve's not going to like. Yeah. it. I hate saison. Finley loves saison. Like, I love saison. It's my favorite oh. beer. Dude, this smells amazing. This actually smells like iced tea. Nice. Weirdly, but well, it's, it smells really good. Five point seven percent. Five point seven percent. So decent one. You can definitely. I, I have would have to say the saison is I, not my favorite style. I like the. T- I love saison. I like the label. Uh, you know, by Green Flash. So let's let's try it. Whoa. Saison. You I'm not like a big this. fan of that, actually. It tastes like mint gum. You just it like smells to say like iced tea. Saison. saison. 
like uh, like a like salsa. Like saison. <laughs> salsa. It smells like a piece of gum. Yeah, right. It it, that's like- what it tastes like. It tastes like double mint fresh. It's minty. It is. It's very minty. This is weird. But Chris is trying it. And Chris, what do you think? He's making an odd face. That's all I know. Yeah. He's uh, thinking. I, I will try any beer once. Let me smell mm-hmm. it. And that would be one it of those smells beers. smells like iced tea. I would tea. only try once. Well, only try once. And I already know Steve's not going to like <laughs> it. It smells but like a hippie. It smells like a hippie. Oh what do you God, think, Steve? Awful. <laughs> Steve doesn't like it. <laughs> so that's uh, 0 for 3. Ale with spices. <laughs> <laughs> that's 0 for that's 3 on that one. So right there. We're definitely not a big fan of that beer. Thomas Murray loved this beer, though. We know someplace he's like <laughs> chugging this, like forcing like illegals to drink it. No, he likes that. Green Flash. <laughs> he's 3,000 miles away going, how can you guys not like that? <laughs> Uh-oh. I can't just tell you what happened like, on air. It tastes like tea. And, uh, it smells like tea. Cassie, what's our next beer that we got here? Uh, hold on. Okay, this is Lakefront Brewing. Mm-hmm. Lakefront? Okay, I like the other one by Lakefront, so hopefully... Uh, River Vest Stein Beer. Amber Stein Lager. Beer. Okay, I'm usually it a good fan of, uh, a big fan of Amber. Doesn't say on here what the percentage is. Okay, well, I have that's no okay. Idea. We'll find out, but uh, once again, pretty cool label. Let's try it. Pretty good. Um, pretty flavorful. Um, not one of the best beers I ever had, but I would definitely uh, recommend it. Uh, Steve's actually uh, smelling it now, and he's going to try it. And Steve's drinking it. And Steve, what do you think about it? That's yeah, all right. It's kind of bland. I mean, it, like- it is kind of bland. Um, I definitely like the first beer better, um, but I would recommend it. Would you recommend it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if yeah. you want like a normal beer that tastes like beer, right? So it's, it's nothing special, but yeah. it's not terrible. So. And Chris is trying it now right. and uh, coming up with an opinion. Uh, 5.6%. 5.6%. Oh, thank you. All right. So that's a good easy drinking beer. Stein beer. You know, Stein beer. For a lager, it's, it's – you could sit down and drink a number of these. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible mm-hmm. by any means, but there's nothing that pops about it, nothing Correct. outstanding. Correct. And that's yeah. kind of what my, me and Steve's opinion on it. But um, So would you recommend this beer or no? Eh, I wouldn't. Eh. Bring, I wouldn't bring it into my bar. Okay, I wouldn't bring um, it into the store either. All right, so that would be t- two to one on that one. So Ooh, it's okay. I open this. I smell. Now, hops. Now, now, what's this one that we're opening? It smells delicious, but I like hoppy stuff. Uh, West Coast IPA Green Flash uh, is seven point three percent. Okay, great. That's a good percentage. It smells I, like delicious. It's hops. a little bit higher, but uh, but I kind of like that in an IPA. So, and I'm a big fan of IPA. So I'm looking forward to tasting this. That smells delicious to me. Very good. I like this. I can um, smell that all day long. Very hoppy, typical of an IPA. Um, smells much actually, better than beef curtains. Uh, oh, drink! <laughs> I love the smell of beef curtains. Actually. <laughs> oh, drink! <laughs> now Chris is trying it. And Chris, what do you think? So, you know, I'm a fan of IPAs. Mm-hmm. I've been like tired of IPAs lately. I've had a number of Green Flash product. That's a mellower of their IPAs by mm-hmm. far. Um, I would drink it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. I, I I would recommend it. I I would bring that into my bar and as one of the I like to spread the IPAs out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like to have some mellower ones, some mid range and then some like punch in the face, you know, type IPAs. Bombs. Right. Yeah. Steve, what do you think? Nice actually. You know, I like Hop Smacks. <laughs> I actually like this one because I like it. I think it's easy for them to just overhop an IPA, mm-hmm. just keep throwing hops and hops and hops and like mm-hmm. this is nice. It's got a nice balance to it, nice hops and like 
and like a smoothness to it. Yeah, no, I agree. It's really nice. It's almost reminds me of like Lagunitas almost. Yeah, it almost. does. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, all right, Cassie, what's our next one that we got here? Second to last, right? Or is uh, it? Yes. Yeah, okay. What's this one? This is. Uh, I don't even <laughs> want to say the name of it. It's not so dirty. What is it? We Lake, like dirty on this show. Lakefront <laughs> Cream City. Cream City. Cream City. All Lake right. Pale Ale. It's like Lupo's Dream Place. Ew. <laughs> so gross. No, it's not. Feet, be, feet City. Toe City. <laughs> this is has no uh, markings on it either as far as ABV, but I'm sure Lakefront it's a Pale Ale. Ale. It's probably about six. I don't that fat girl's feet either. Ew. <laughs> now, I'm a big – I'm not, not – actually, I shouldn't say that. I'm not a huge fan of Pale Ales. Some are very good. Some I hate. So uh, – Let's see. Actually, this is pretty smooth. I like that. Um, I would drink that. I mean, that sounds, it's like a good day drinking beer. It's light. Um, 5.6. 5.6. So definitely a good day, day drinking beer. Steve is trying it now. Oh, we have to wrap up. Are you going to say date raping beer? What? All right. Uh, date. No, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> we got to wrap up, guys. I'm throwing one more beer out here. Uh, one more beer. And then while we're tasting this beer, why don't you start telling us what's going yes, on next this week? Is, um, this is Road Warrior IP, uh, IPA, Imperial Rye IPA mm-hmm. uh, by Green Flash, 9%. Okay. 9%. So strong one. Road Warrior. Let's try that. Okay. Just, Road Warrior. Uh, all right. Awesome. That's actually All right. Just to let you guys awesome. know, next week uh, we've got uh, Spellbound Brewing calling in oh, out of like- Mount Holly, New Jersey. <laughs> and <water>. we have <laughs> uh, Neshaminy Creek out of Pennsylvania calling in so- next week. So we've got a big show lined up. Awesome show. I can't wait for that. Check out our website, DrinkingDirtyNJersey.com. Uh, we also have shirts for sale. And we've just now partnered with NJ Craft Beer. Um, they're uh, New Jersey Craft Beer, NJ Craft Beer. They're uh, their card, so uh, you guys get a discount if you're members too. So check out their website for the discount code. Yes, and Eldorado Winehouse, please go there and buy some booze. Yes, yes, and And go uh, visit Hot Rods. Go visit Hot Rods. When you're hungry, come on down to Hot Rods. We will be opening up our new location in a couple weeks. And definitely, if you're a beer fan, because he has an ultimate beer collection there, man. We're blowing out the 20 tap lines to start. We're still going to do 40 to 50 bottles, and uh, (laughs) and Cassie's cheering us. Let's go! All right, right, that's it, folks. And uh, drink Drink on. on. Mendez out. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.